I think everybody has that one family member that just makes you want to, like, facepalm your entire head through a desk as hard as humanly possible. And, uh, I've heard a lot of crazy stories, but the one that was sent in to me today is... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you about this person's cousin who's stolen their grandma's car, tried to scam the family multiple times, and is so entitled that they just don't see anything wrong with that because apparently it's his family's obligation to take care of everything for him. Thought it'd be something you guys would think is crazy, so let's go. Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here, back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Comment of the day is on the screen now. Let's just uh, hop right into this video. Alright, so like I said, this person sent it in to me, and the uh, title that got me to click on it in the first place was, My Cousin Stole My Grandma's Car, which I do gotta say is a very interesting thing. It's not every day I get to see something where someone's like, Hey, you know my grandma who baked me cookies took care of me when I was younger? I just took her car on a joyride. It didn't think it would be that big of a deal. Sure, whatever, it's a special car because it has to be able to load her wheelchair in the back, but the wheelchair loading system makes it so back heavy that it drifts like crazy. You won't believe the donuts I can pull in this thing. But apparently his cousin ended up going to his grandma one day and saying, hey, I need to borrow your car for a week. And it was at a family party, so some people were kind of standing around and overheard it. And immediately they kind of interjected themselves into the conversation and were like, no way, you never take care of anything you borrow, so you're not going to treat her car very well, and on top of it, borrowing someone's car for a week is insane. She has places to go, she has stuff to do, you can't do that. And the grandma, of course, is wanting to be nice to her grandson, and she's like, yeah, you know, they're kind of right, a week is a really long time, like, I don't know if I can be that long without my car, but she's not trying to snap at him and be mean. Well, he starts trying to be mean to his grandma, and is like, well, if you really loved me, you would let me borrow the car for a week and trying to guilt trip her. And at that point the family members are like all right dude you gotta go like you get out of line at every family party like get out of here you can't try to guilt trip grandma by trying to say that she doesn't love you unless she lets you borrow her car for a week i don't know something about that doesn't really add up listen i know i'm asking for a lot and going to impede your life for a week and if you loved me you would let me do that uh, i don't know i think if you loved her you wouldn't be demanding that you get her car for a week you'd understand the situation and it's literally true that it's like a special car because his grandma has some mobility issues so it's not like she can just uber around or whatever like this car is specifically designed for her and so his cousin throws a little bit of a fit but then some uncles and aunts come over and they say like get out of here you're not gonna take my mom's car and so he ends up leaving and everyone thinks that's gonna be the end of that because it's for most people would be the end if you ask to borrow somebody's car and they say no 99.9 percent .9 of people go all right well i guess i've got to find another way to get where i gotta go because that's not going to work 
But I guess for this guy, he felt so entitled to his grandma's car that he was just going to help himself. And so that night, after everyone else had gone home, I guess he came back over while his grandma was sleeping, took the keys, and just took the car. And then he went, like, picked up his friends, and they went around joyriding all night, and then he took it back before his grandma woke up. So I know some people will be like, yeah, no harm, no foul. But he was literally drifting the car, treating it like crap. And it's not a cheap car to get worked on because it's kind of a specialty vehicle. And on top of it, he probably wouldn't have gotten caught, but he had taken videos of the entire thing and, like, posted them on Snapchat trying to flex and be like, dude, look at what I'm doing. And even if it was your car, bro, do you really think anyone is going to be impressed by videos of you drifting a minivan around an empty parking lot like ooh, watch out everyone Paul Walker himself is here to drift Tokyo drift style around everything like come on man it's just not a big flex either way but it's especially not a big flex when your family follows you on social media and starts pointing out to everybody that you literally stole your grandma's minivan after they said not to do that because they knew you were gonna do this and so this like family meeting ish thing gets called it's basically all the aunts and uncles getting together and talking about how this is messed up and he can't do that again and he has to be there. And it just so happens that the person who sent this to me was there for the meeting. And so it opens up and his aunts and uncles are like, do you have any idea how disrespectful that is? Your grandma's worked hard her entire life and she didn't want to let you take her van because she needs it to get to and from her appointments, to and from her her I, like appointments with friends, like going out with her friends and whatnot. And for you to just come in and steal it and treat it like that is super disrespectful. And they're pissed, obviously, but they're trying to understand and make him understand what an idiot he is and they want to understand why he's being such an idiot and he's like yeah no I get it I just think you guys don't understand how unfair it is that she wouldn't let me borrow the car I'm not gonna sit idly by and let unfairness be done to me like if I feel like someone's doing me wrong I'm gonna do something about it and they're all sitting there stupefied because what he's basically saying is like if someone says no I'm not gonna let you borrow my car then I'm gonna steal your car because it's unfair for somebody to say no on what planet does that make any sense like you actually have to be out of your mind to put Put two and two together. Listen, when I go into the bank and ask for 20 grand and they say no, I'm just gonna say, all right, then this is a stick up. Like, that's the logic you're operating under. And they start pointing that out to him. And he's like, well, yeah, I would never do that with people outside the family, but it's different when it's your family. Like, they're supposed to support you through everything. And I hate this idea that your family's always supposed to have your back no matter what. Like, if you're working on yourself to be a better person and you're making improvements, 100% your family should have your back. But if you're just gonna keep continuously robbing your family and being like, well, I'm family, so you can't do anything about it, then yeah, they should cut you off. They shouldn't be around you anymore. You can't just like abuse the fact that you're family to get away with everything. And so they kind of say like, you're not allowed around anymore until you apologize and realize you were wrong and like especially apologize to your grandma because you wouldn't believe how hurt she is by this. Because of course, she doesn't want her grandkids to be like stealing from her and now there's all this family drama and people are fighting and she feels like it all could have been prevented if she would have said yes, which is not true like this is not her fault at all that's ridiculous if she would have given him the car he just would have gone around drifting it and treating it like crap anyways he's just extra super stupid and what's even crazier is it's not like this is a situation where this is some young dude no it's a 26 year old man who is trying to impress people by taking his grandma's car and drifting it around and like i understand everyone's situation is different but by 26, you should at least know that stealing your grandma's car isn't a flex. And you should probably, unless you live in a city or there's like a, a situation going on, 
have your own car if it's something you need. Like if he's really in a situation where he needs a car to get to and from work and he just doesn't have one and he's expecting everyone else to take care of it for him, like that's just irresponsible. Especially if you're 26 years old, bro. Like you're 26 and you stole your grandma's minivan to flex on social media. If I'm 26 and I still care about social media, I've been doing something wrong. Like I'm 26 years old and I care about what Instagram is popping or like what's going on on the drama side of YouTube. YouTube, I don't know what is wrong. Like, there's clearly something up. You could also tell by the fact he stole his grandma's car, but you get what I'm saying. There's just a, a certain time frame where it's like, all right, guys, it's time to go do something else. Unless it's like your full-time job or something, I guess. Like, that's the only circumstance. But you shouldn't be caring about flexing on your Instagram story when you're on the uh, upper half of 20 approaching 30. And the things that you're posting about include, but are not limited to, drifting your grandma's stolen minivan. If you want to have a social media because your life is dope or whatever that's one thing but like i don't know this just seems weird and then he goes off about how he doesn't need them anyways and it doesn't matter so whatever they can get rid of him because he's uh, gonna be like so successful and they're gonna regret that they ever said that he couldn't take the minivan and he storms out and everyone's like all right well i guess that's settled and it was for a little bit until one day uh the grandma gets a call from the fire department saying that she needed to come pick up her grandson and she's really confused because all of her grandkids are adults and she's like which one and they say, um, and they say the name of the kid who's like kind of disowned, not disowned entirely, but just until you apologize, we're not really going to talk to you. Uh, he got stuck in a tree and she's obviously confused. So she goes to pick him up. And the person who sent this to me is hearing this from his grandma saying it back to him. But essentially what happened was he had been walking down the street uh, while doing his job, which at the time was like going door to door trying to sell solar energy. And he looked up and he saw a basketball up at the top of the tree. And he had decided that he wanted the basketball. His exact words were, I knew I could totally flip it on Marketplace like Gary V. That's what he said to his grandma. And his grandma was like, I don't know what that means. And so she was asking around to figure out what that means. And so he had decided that he was going to flip this basketball like Gary V. Make, I don't know, whatever basketballs go for, $12. And so he started climbing this tree. Then he gets to the top when he remembers... I'm afraid of heights, which I don't know how you forget that you're afraid of heights until you're at the top of the tree. I don't know how you forget what you're afraid of in general. I feel like you're not that afraid of it. If you can forget you're afraid of it, you know? Like everything I'm afraid of, I'm just afraid of. There's no way I can like forget that I'm afraid of sharks in the ocean and then be like, oh wow, I forgot that I'm afraid of sharks and now I'm swimming with sharks and I remembered, of course, I'm just afraid of sharks. So whatever, he gets to the top by the basketball and he looks down and he can't come down. And so now he's just in this tree in this random person's yard. And so the person who owns the house comes out and they're like, what are you doing? And he says, I was trying to get the basketball. And they're like, well, why are you doing that? And he doesn't have an answer. And they're like, well, come down. And he says, I can't. I forgot I was afraid of heights. So now I can't get off the tree. And so they decide that they're going to call the fire department. And so the fire department probably gets this call about something being stuck in a tree and is like, oh, a cat. We do this all the time. Those silly little cats get stuck in the tree. And then the person on the phone was probably like, no, this is a grown man that just decided to climb my tree in the middle of the day to try to get a basketball for some reason. And so the firefighters had to come out and they get him out of the tree and they assumed that he had to be on something. So they weren't going to let him drive home. Like, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to drive home. And they're like, dude, 
there's no way that you are good to drive. Like, you've got to be on something. There's got to be something going on. Not because he smelt like anything or because there was any, like, medical issue. They just assumed that no person would be sane enough to climb up to a tree, forget that they're afraid of heights, and then get stuck up there, which is why they called the grandma. And so when the grandma came and was like, nope, he does this type of stuff all the time, they were like, yeah, he wasn't acting like he was on drugs or anything. That's what was confusing. We just knew something had to be wrong if he got stuck in a tree somehow. Can you imagine? You're 26 years old, you're stuck in a tree, you have to call the fire department, and they have to come up and, like, pick you out of the tree and carry you down the ladder. But whatever, his grandma gets there, and uh, he's really mad at her because apparently she took too long to get there. Because she was probably in the middle of something, not expecting that her idiot grandson would somehow manage to get himself stuck in a tree like a cat, dude. The fire department literally told the grandma that when they first got the call, they assumed it was going to be a cat. And I thought that was all just a meme. I didn't realize they actually go do that type of stuff. This is a relatively small town, so I guess they probably don't have a ton going on. Not in a bad way. That's good for them that they have more time to, like, help the people. I'm assuming in a city like New York, they don't have time to get a cat down from a tree. They're like, there's all always a fire. Do you know how many people live here? Like, do you know how many people live in this city? And so they made his grandma drive him home, and they're driving home, and he's like, you know, I had to buy a car, so I've been having to work more hours to pay for my car, and that just doesn't seem fair. And sure, maybe it's not fair to you, but that's called the real world, bro. Like, I don't really know what to tell you. When you start having responsibilities and bills that are due, you have to work more to pay for the bills. And even if you were like, man, I hate paying my car payment, everyone does. You think anyone with a car payment sits there when it's due every month and is like, oh, yes, I'm so excited to give my hard-earned money to this establishment? No, of course not. But if you need a car to get from point A to point B, it is what it is. And even if you don't want a car payment... You can't take your grandma's car because your grandma's paying a car payment. Like, <laughs> I don't want the car payment. So how about you keep paying the payment and I'll just use the car? I don't think that works out for anyone except for you. You're the only person that kind of slightly wins in that scenario. And so after that, they decide to have another family meeting. And this time they're like, dude, we won't even ever talk to you again if you don't knock this off. Like, you can't keep treating your grandma this way. And on top of it, what are you doing? Like, why are you getting stuck in trees? Like, do we need an intervention what's going on and he starts trying to tell his family that he just needs like three years without working to figure out what he wants to do so he can put his mind to it and get rich and they're all kind of like dude you're 26 if we give you three years to figure it out you'll be 29 before you start doing whatever it is that you think you're gonna do to get rich and he's like yeah but you know I need my family support I need like eight grand a month for my living expenses and everyone just opens their mouth and they're like eight grand a month for living expenses you don't even make that much now and he's like yeah but if I'm not gonna work I need more money so I can have some savings bro you're asking your family to pay for everything for you so you can figure it out at the ripe old age of 26 not that that's really old but that's a little bit too old to go to your aunt's uncle's grandma and parents and be like can you guys give me an eight thousand dollar a month allowance so i can go figure some stuff out it's not like he's asking for an investment in a company he's starting or something he's just asking for money so he can think about if he wants to start a company and so they're like, no, of course not. We're not going to do that. That's insane. We even have a rule as a family that like we don't mix business and family. If you're starting a business, you have to get the funding yourself because like money and family doesn't mix. And he starts getting very, very upset and decides that the 
best course of action is to call everyone else broke because they don't want to give this kid $8,000 a month. I don't know why I'm saying kid. This grown man, $8,000 a month to do nothing but sit around and talk about how he's going to get rich one day. And he is going off on them. He's like, I understand that all of you guys think in like a poor mentality, but I have a rich mind. So I'm telling you guys that you need to think less broke and act less broke and take a risk. And I'm the risk that you need to take to make sure that we all elevate our wealth, which, you know, maybe you could give this speech if you have some crazy business idea that's getting crazy returns and you know that you're going to be able to quadruple the money. Even then, it's arrogant and it's rude to like do that to your family. But you have nothing. You are asking them to stop thinking broke and give you a bunch of money when you were just asking to steal your grandma's car because you were too broke to be able to like afford a car payment. I don't know, dude. Like, I understand money is money. Obviously, there's always situations on hand. It's not like he's coming to them, look, I'm in a really rough spot. I just need a little bit of help for like a couple weeks. He came and asked for $8,000 a month. You should always maybe do your best to help out people in a rough situation that have the humility to be like, I'm not proud to be in this situation, but I need a little bit of help. Maybe that would be a completely different story. I know I probably wouldn't have told this if that's how he came and asked the family. But hey, do you guys mind giving me close to six figures a year while I just sit around and try to think of a business idea? Like, that's not how it works, dude. And so they immediately are saying no while he's roasting them. And they're especially saying no because he's being rude. And then he starts comparing himself to like billionaires, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, those types of guys, like their family invested in them, which is true. But once again, they had a business idea, man. They didn't just go to their family and ask for six figures a year to sit around and play Xbox. Ah. Oh. I'm telling you guys, if you let me play Xbox for a year straight, I will become the next big Twitch streamer. Sure, bud. Sure. And so now that he realizes his pitch didn't work, he's been on Shark Tank and uh, they did not take the bite. They're not trying to look for any equity. Mark Cuban has told him, I'm out. He starts crying, literally crying and being like, this isn't fair. Like, none of this is fair. Which, listen, bro, like, I'm sorry, I hate to break it. This is an unfortunate reality. Life ain't fair. It's especially not fair for you to expect them to give you $8,000 a month. You think they don't have bills? They have car payments, bro. <laughs> I think it's insane to expect your family to just give you money to do nothing. Like, that's absolutely nuts. And it's especially nuts when you're a full-grown adult. Like, obviously, you have to take care of your kids. It is what it is. But you're 26 years old coming and being like, I can't do anything. Give me eight grand a month. And then crying when they say no. That's a lot of money. That's, that's like a substantial amount of money to expect from everybody they can probably do a lot of good with that like that's their retirement fund instead of contributing to that they can max out their Roth IRA bro they've got more responsible decisions to make rather than just giving you money and so he starts being like I've got ideas I've got ideas and so they say all right what are your ideas and he starts trying to pitch NFTs to his family and I'm not saying that people haven't made money with NFTs but if you really think that's like a home run business model and you're guaranteed to make millions off of it uh, especially after all these scams that have been coming out and all the exchanges closing, you probably should not open your own business. Like he was literally trying to convince them that if they all just pooled their money and bought an NFT, they would all make millions and then they would all be rich and it would all be because of him and they'd be so grateful they invested in him. And they were like, all right, well then if that's the case, we're not saying yes. Why would we give you money every month? Like, why wouldn't we just go buy it? And he's kind of dumbfounded at that point because he's trying to think of a way to be like, well, if you give me the 
the money, I'll do, uh, uh, but he can't think of anything. Because that's kind of true. Like, listen, guys, I have no money, I have no experience, I have nothing, but if we buy this thing, it'll go up in value. So give me $8,000 a month and we'll buy it. And it's like, okay, but I could just buy it and then not have to give you money every month. And he gets even more upset and he's like, fine, I don't want your money. I'm going to go figure out a way to get one of these NFTs myself. And when I've made millions off these NFTs, I'm not going to give you guys any money at all. And at this point, the family's kind of laughing at him and they're like, all right, dude, don't give us any money at all. That's fine. We're not the type of people that would come and beg their family for money and be super pissed off and try to hold it above their head if they said no. And he's like stomping his feet. That's not fair. All right, dude. Once again, it's not about being fair. I'm not going to give you $8,000 a month to do nothing, especially when your business idea is flipping NFTs. And our grandma doesn't know what NFTs is. Like there's no reason trying to pitch her on stuff she literally won't understand and try to take her money and waste it. We all know you're going to lose all of our money if we do that. Well, then fine. I'll just do it without you guys anyways. And he storms out and the family's like, all right, I don't know what's up with that dude, but I think we can all agree that we should just not really check in, figure out what's going on for a while until he can figure that stuff out because he's literally impossible to talk to. And every time they try to be around him, he's like trying to scam the family, get him involved in some stupid investment, you know, so they just can't handle it. And he's not nice to any of them. He's mean to the grandma. Like, it's time for you to just go figure stuff out and see if you uh, realize that your family means something to you. All right, before I get to the next one uh, about this guy, I just want to take a second to put a gift card code on screen. I put one of these up to say thank you to you guys for subscribing and turning on those notifications. So if you haven't already, be sure to do that and smack that like button. Otherwise, no joke, no scam. I will be forced to turn you into a Bloons Tower defense character and you'll spend the rest of eternity popping balloons. And so all this has gone down and they decide like they're just going to give him some time to figure it out. And another one of his cousins who was a little bit older than this guy, so like 28, 29, he worked at a job where he would like often just be in different parts of town so he had to get lunch and so he would go to like fast food or kind of faster restaurants just in the middle of the day so we get some food and go back to work and so on this particular day he walks into this fast food establishment I'm not gonna say which one because it doesn't matter but you can just have it your way you know and uh, he walks in and he notices there's a bit of a line and he's standing there in line minding his business looking at the menu trying to decide what to order like a normal person when he hears someone say something along the lines of like what do you think you're doing here And he obviously doesn't think they're talking to him because he's not from this part of town. He doesn't know anyone. It shouldn't be an issue. But he hears it again. I said, what do you think you're doing here? And he looks down and it's the cousin, the 26-year-old, kind of standing there, arms folded, acting like he owns the place. And so he's like, oh, wow, nice to see you. How are you doing? And the grumpy guy's like, no, dude, what are you doing here? And he explains that he just wanted to get some food. He's working at a place like a little bit down the road. So he just came to grab some food and head back over. And his cousin is like, well, I don't think you're allowed to eat in my restaurant. And he's like, well, what do you mean you're a restaurant? You own it? And he's like, no, I don't own it. I just come here all the time. Like, this is where I eat my lunch, and I'm not comfortable with someone like you who's a trader eating in my restaurant. And he kind of laughs at him, and he's like, well, it's not really up to you, dude. Just let me order my sandwich and leave. I won't be in your hair. I'll be gone from your restaurant as fast as humanly possible. No, I think that you need to go now. And he looks at his cousin and says, like, I'm not leaving. I'm going to order my lunch, and then I'm going to leave. 
leave. And if you have a problem, then you can get the manager. If the manager kicks me out, then I'm more than happy to go. But this isn't your restaurant, so I'm not going anywhere until that happens. And this guy, instead of realizing that his bluff has been called, decides to go get the manager. So he walks over and calls the manager by name over. And you can tell when the manager walks up. The manager does not like, A, that this guy is in here every day, and B, that he calls everyone by their first name, and he's like, what do you want? And he says that someone he doesn't like is in line, and he wants it taken care of, and the manager looks at him and is like, I'm not going to do that for you, and starts to walk away. And so his cousin turns around, walks back to where he is in line, and is like, yeah, dude, you got to get out of here. Did you see what the manager said? And the manager is like, dude, I just said that you're not going to kick him out. Looks at the cousin who's standing there not causing a problem and says do you know this guy and he's like yeah he's my cousin there's a little bit of family drama right now and I guess he doesn't want me in his restaurant that's what he said and the manager looks at the cousin and says you have to stop telling people it's your restaurant every time you come in here you get in a fight with somebody and then tell them that it's your restaurant and you can do what you want and get them kicked out and that's not true like I'm not gonna ban paying customers because you want to come in here and linger around for three hours every day for lunch That's not what's going to happen. And the crazy cousin is like, dude, come on. I'm one of your best customers. You can do this solid for me. And the manager points out that it's a fast food restaurant. And even if he was the most loyal customer coming in every day, that's not what was shifting the bottom line. And if he was going to stand in here and try to like fight people coming in to spend money, then he couldn't be here anymore, which just makes sense from like a business perspective. I don't think the manager owns this franchise or whatever. But imagine you have a guy that comes in and spends like $8 every day and every time he's in there he fights somebody and they leave and like then they don't spend money is it worth it to keep him spending that eight dollars every day or think about all the customers he scares away you think people come back to the restaurant after they're like wow remember when that crazy dude started trying to argue with me in the lobby and so the manager gives him one more try either like leave this guy alone or i'm gonna have to ask you to leave and he says well i'm not gonna leave him alone so he tells him to leave and sure enough he goes out there and the last time that the cousins had interacted was a few months ago and it just so happened the guy who had just come in to get food and was acting completely normally had gotten a new car since the last time they interacted but angry cousin didn't know that and so he goes outside and walks up to the car that he assumes is his cousin and spits on it trying to like be disrespectful I don't know I guess spitting on a car is just the weirdest thing you could spit on to me like spitting is disrespectful don't get it twisted but whatever you spit on the hood of my car like okay I, I don't know, like, you want what do you want me to do? Come outside and fight you because you spat on something that gets wet all the time? Birds poop on the hood of the car, like, consistently. You are not the grossest thing that's ever spit on the hood unless you have some Shrek acid teeth going on. But, uh, unknown to him, it's not his car. So when someone gets out the driver's side and is like, what are you doing? Why did you spit on my car? His cousin ends up just bolting across the parking lot and hopping a fence. So he doesn't really know where his cousin came from to get to the Burger King, why he's spending hours there every day. Oh crap, I said what it was. Oh well. Like he doesn't know. He's just here hanging out and for some reason spending hours there. And I feel like fast food places are not the place you would want to spend hours. Like I could understand how if there's a really nice restaurant near you with a great aesthetic, everything's matching, it looks really good. Wow, you get there, you want to just have a bottle of wine and take in the area, I guess. I don't know, but like 
maybe that would make more sense. I don't understand why you would want to go to a place like this and just hang out for hours at a time. It's never been the type of place I wanted to do that unless I was like really young and there was a play place. But even then, after a few hours, it's like, all right, I'm good. I can go home now. I, I don't want to be here. Get out of my restaurant. They're like, yeah, store 877 is not owned by you, sir. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave. So whatever. He recounts this all to his family and his family is laughing at it because they're like, dude, what has gotten into this guy? But almost as if talking about him prompted him at that point, they get a call and they see it's from him. And so they answer it and he's like, hey, I know there's a family party today. Is it okay if I come over and apologize? And they assume that he's going to come over and apologize. This was the last straw. He's probably embarrassed, banned from his restaurant or whatever. So they say, yes, why not? And he comes over and he walks in and everyone's kind of standing there. And he's like, all right, guys, uh, I wanted to get the family together so I could say some things. I understand my behavior's been off. So I just wanted to say that I'm sorry. And everyone's like, wow, some, some growth. He's changing. He's realizing that what he did was wrong. Goodness gracious, we might get our cousin back. But then, right when he jukes everybody out with the I'm sorry, he continues his sentence, I know now that you guys didn't realize how great I was, and I don't blame you for trying to push me away, but I think it's important that you stop doing that and we work together to get something going because, like, I need you guys to support me on my path to becoming wealthy, so I'll forgive you guys for cutting me off, but, you know, you're like, I'm sorry that you guys didn't realize how great I was. There was not a, I'm sorry for stealing grandma's car, I'm sorry for trying trying to fight people. I'm sorry for calling everyone broke when they didn't want to give me free money. None of that. He's just going off about how like, you know, everyone makes mistakes. So they must have not realized how talented and how great he was before they decided to stop communicating with him. And his family is like, yeah, that's not what we were expecting when you were going to apologize. We feel like you owe us an apology for the way you've been treating us lately. And he looks at them and goes, eh, I don't really think so. So that's not going to happen. And so his uncles and aunts are like, well, then you can't stay here. And he's shocked, like flabbergasted that that didn't work. He really thought he was going to walk into this party after everything, trying to fight them in public, insulting them and be like, listen, I'm sorry that you guys didn't realize how awesome I am. I'm going to give you guys this one time special offer to not miss out on hanging out with me the coolest guy to ever exist that's right one time very special offer you guys i'll forgive you for not forgiving me you know like i'm willing to do that i'm a very generous guy i got a lot of time on my hands probably was sitting there in the burger king trying to think of ways to get back into the family while still also having the ability to beg them for money at a future date huh I wonder if I twisted it and just said that they were in the wrong, but I was going to be the bigger person by forgiving them. And of course, he starts getting heated when he realizes it's not working. And so like all that, oh, I'm so sorry. He didn't change at all because he once again just starts going off on his family, being like, you guys are idiots for not realizing how much potential I have. And you guys are idiots for not wanting to get on board and support me while I'm grinding. He still has no clue what he's grinding towards, by the way. Just expects the family to give him $8,000 a month so he could go figure it out. I don't think you need $8,000 a month to come up with apps that already exist, all right? You can do that for free. Chances are that there's not going to be some insane banger idea. Even if you had some insane idea for a business, like you still need work ethic. You still need to go make some money to fund it yourself too. I feel like the worst type of situation
situation you could be in is to have a good idea, have everyone give you the money for it, because then you don't put any real work into it. Like, it means nothing to you at that point. I don't know. I, I think this might be the most entitled cousin I've ever heard of on this channel before. I get a lot of story time sent into me, but this one just seems crazy, dude. Stealing grandma's car is out there, too. And so with all this drama coming on or going on, the grandma came in and was like, look, you need to go. Like, you can't be here. Very clearly, every time you show up, everybody else gets upset. So like, no, you can't be at this party. You have to go. And he tried to start yelling at his grandma again, but everybody nipped that in the bud pretty quickly and he was removed from the party. So I don't really know what happens next, but I will say this dude seems like so entitled that nothing's gonna pop the bubble. If your family being like, look, you're so entitled, we can't talk to you anymore and you don't care and you just keep doing it. If anything, you're getting worse and like trying to fight them in public. I don't know what could possibly snap you out of that and make you be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. I thought you guys would just really enjoy this. If you did, I'd appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comments section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. If you like these, but you'd rather listen offline, I post them on Spotify, link down below. And I'll also go ahead and throw a link to the intro song down there there too. Feel free to check it out. No pressure. And uh, yeah, on that note, guys, I think that'll really do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.